story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello everybody and welcome to episode 53 of Storytime with Mama G, the podcast. Now, I realise that last week I did forget to cover the fact that it was the 52nd episode of the podcast. And do we all know what that means? It means that there is now a year's worth of podcasts available for your listening perusal. I am quite impressed with myself. I should do a retrospective, which is a look back on what we've achieved. So let me do that for you ever so quickly. We've had, I'd say, about 41, 42 different stories, which I think is quite an achievement in itself. We've interviewed authors, singers, pop stars, Poets. It's been rather wonderful. We've met Santa. We've met musical theatre performers. We've sung songs together. It means we've recommended 52 books, uh, which is marvellous. And I've done it all with you every step of the way. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It is truly very appreciated. Um, before we get truly started with this episode uh, let me also remind you that you can find me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube all you need to do is search for at Stories and uh, like my pages, follow my pages, subscribe, whatever you need to do and it will be worth it, I promise you that my darlings now this week's episode is a story that you may have heard before if you watched my original lockdown Facebook lives, I told this story um, at some point because this year is 2020. Oh, so we celebrated the 75th anniversary of the end of World War II. And I wrote this story for that occasion. It is called Battle Dress. And it is based on a true events that happened at war. These are nice events. I can tell you that. So there's no fear of anything scary or horrible happening as you listen. And we also uh, incorporated some wartime songs into the story that we could all sing along to. So I am furnishing you with that story now because this week uh, was Remembrance Day on Wednesday the 11th of November at 11 o'clock. You might have noticed that there was a two-minute silence across the country and it's observed every single year and the reason that we observe it is to acknowledge and celebrate and give thanks for the end of World War One, which happened in 1918 it ended on the 11th day of the 11th month and the uh, treaty was signed at the 11th hour um, I don't know if that was for just because when it happened or because they knew it was going to be easier for us to remember 102 years later. And you will also have seen everyone wearing poppies 
which are a symbol that symbolizes uh, everyone who fought in the war. And it started out as being a memorial for that war, but of course there have sadly been more wars since. This story that I'm going to tell you is uh, based in World War II, um, but there have been some uh, other big wars, some of which have involved this country, such as the Falklands War, which uh, wasn't an international war, but it was to this country quite a big event. Uh, in America, there's the Vietnam War, of course, which happened in the 1970s. Uh, and sadly, there are wars going on in countries even now. Sometimes those wars are inside the country, uh, and sometimes they involve other countries. Sometimes they're over land, maybe because of oil, for instance, which is very expensive. Um, they might be because of religions. They might be because of politicians. There's all manner of reasons that wars happen. And I was thinking about whether I should say anything about the war and about war in general, because as you can probably imagine, I truthfully don't agree with it. But I think it's important that we reflect on the wars that have affected this country, especially. Uh, well, by this country, of course, I mean the UK. But from wherever you're listening, um, I think it's important that you reflect on the wars um, that have got you to where you are now. Because you may agree with that war for the purpose it happened, you may not agree with it. But one thing that is worth acknowledging about war is that there is a strength of feeling which is causing people to fight and people believe in something wholeheartedly. And quite often, if the right side wins, then that will lead to a positive impact on the rest of the country. And I think that is probably something we have benefited from here in the UK. So that is why I thought it was a good idea to write a story about uh, the war, because also it's an important thing to acknowledge that sadly lots of people did lose their lives. But in losing their lives, we gained the rights to live our lives a little bit more freely. And I think that's very important. Um, so now, please do feel free to sing along when we get to the songs. We're going to hear some absolute classics from World War II. And I hope you enjoy this story. Uh, I was rather thrilled when I found um, a picture that inspired this, uh, not least because it was a picture taken at St Barracks in Gravesend, which, as you all know, is a place that is very special to me. Um, so this is the story, Battle Dress. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama G. Frank's mum was on the front doorstep talking to Sandra from next door. They were laughing and wittering away, gossiping about the rest of the street. Yes, those were Mrs Smith's knickers that blew away with the wind. Not her wind, of course. It was the breeze what took them. All the while, trying to ignore the obvious, Frank had been called up to take part in World War II. 
He was only a young lad, with dreams of becoming an actor. He'd been on the stage a few times, and had just been booked for panto in painting. But now, rather than fighting off King Rat, he was going to go to France and fight for our rights. even though we weren't born then, or our parents, and probably not even your grandparents, although mine were alive and well at the time, I can assure you of that. Big Ben chimed nine. Frank was at the front door with his bag. He kissed his mother on the cheek, took a few steps down the road, and said, Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye. Cheerio, here I go on my way. Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye. Not a tear. Make it gay Give me a smile I can keep all the while In my heart while I'm away Till we meet once again You and I Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye But that optimism didn't last long out on the field one day, Frank and some of his troop were captured and taken to a prisoner of war camp. Of course, they put up a fight. In fact, there is a song about it. But for it to work, you need to understand that Frank is the rabbit. Run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. Don't give the farmer his fun. He'll get by without his rabbit pie. So run, rabbit, run, rabbit, run, run, run. The camp was as horrible as you could imagine. Dusty, dingy, hard work. Frank would often think about his friend Charlie back at home. The last time they had seen each other, it had been the end of the summer. War had just broken out. This country is at war with Germany. But they were sat under an apple tree watching the sunset. And Frank had said to Charlie, Will you promise me one thing? Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. Anyone else but me. Anyone else but me, no, 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 don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me, till I come marching home. There, in the drudgery and boredom of the prisoner of war camp, Frank often wondered if that promise had been kept. Perhaps he'd write to Charlie and ask. Frank searched through his bag to find some paper. 
But deep down, at the bottom of his bag, he found something else entirely. I'm not sure how to put this. He found Mrs. Smith's knickers. You know, the ones that had blown away in the wind. And hilarity ensued in his bunk room. He put them on over his trousers and paraded around. We're canoeing out the washing on the Siegfried line. Have you any dirty washing, mother dear? We're canoeing out the washing on the Siegfried line. Cause the washing day is here. Seeing his comrades' faces light up with delight was fuel to Frank's actor sensibilities. There was a moment of panic when one of the guards came in to see what the noise was. But the laughter started again when the guard and Mrs. Smith danced the Lambeth Walk. Anytime your Lambeth way, any Find a soul doing the Lambert walk. Every little Lambert gal with her little Lambert pal, you'll find them all doing the Lambert walk. Well, things started to get very serious after that, but in quite a fun way. You see, evidently, the guard had gone and told his superiors what was happening in Frank's bunk room. And the thing is, they were bored too. They were also in the middle of nowhere, without their families. And they decided that what this particular prisoner of war camp needed was cheering up. And what was cheering people up at the time? Well, the Andrews sisters. Sing, 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 sing. Everybody start to sing. Ooh, ah, ooh. Now you're singing with a swing. Sing, 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 sing. Everybody start to sing. Ooh, ah, ooh. Now you're singing with a swing. The only problem was that at this time, soldiers were all men. And the Andrews sisters were, well, all women. So how do you think they got around that? They used bits of sheets and discarded mosquito nets and turned them into wonderful dresses. And lo, stars were born. I can't pretend to be a great celebrity But still I'm quite important in my way the job I have to do may not sound much to you, but all the same I'm very proud to say. I'm the girl that makes the thing, that drills the hole, that holds the ring, that drives the rod, that turns the knob, that works the thing-a-me-bob. With his acting skills, Frank taught the lads how to be gals, and soon they were putting on all manner of shows, pantomimes, musicals, murder mysteries, and their guards would even sit in the front row and applaud. 
And it didn't matter who you were or who you were playing. And it didn't matter which side you were on. Because once someone has the guts to break the mould, you realise that nothing really matters at all. And to think, it all started when Mrs Smith's knickers blew away in the wind. And whilst Frank was parading around with them at war, Mrs Smith was hanging out of her window, singing... And Frank's mum sang it too. And Charlie. But they weren't singing about Mrs Smith's knickers. They were singing about Frank. And you'll be pleased to know, Frank did get home some sunny day. And when they asked him about the war, he told them the truth. It was scary. It was dangerous. And it involved much more cross-dressing than he'd ever expected. But they'd been fighting for freedom, and somehow Frank had never felt freer. And now, thanks to Frank and everyone who went to war, his country had never felt freer either. Thank you, Frank. Well, you know what we're going to do now you're home, don't you? Said his mum. Roll out the barrel We'll have a barrel of fun Roll out the barrel We've got the blues on the run Sing, boom, to rattle Bring out a song of good cheer Now's the time to roll the barrel For the game's all here Roll out the barrel We'll have a barrel of fun Roll out the barrel We've got the blues on the run Sing, boom, to rattle Bring out a song of the cheer Now's the time to roll the barrel For the gang's all here It's story time with Mama G Come and hear a story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time Oh, I heard you. I heard you all singing along. I absolutely loved that. Now, who can identify the songs that were in that story? Did anybody manage to do it? Well, don't worry. I will put you 
out of your misery. And the first one we had was, Wish me luck as you wave me goodbye, which was made famous by Gracie Fields, who was a singer from Lancashire, who was very popular around this era. Uh, then Run, Rabbit, Run, which I believe was a Flanagan and Allen song, I think. And of course, you might know it being sung by Bugs Bunny. Um, Don't Sit Under the Apple Tree, one of my most favourite songs. It's so bouncy and lovely, which was sung by the Andrew Sisters. Uh, Hang Out the Washing on the Siegfried Line. Didn't say that very well. Hang Out the Washing on the Siegfried Line, uh, which was a, a satirical song, which means it was a joke that was making. It was a song that was making a joke out of something. That joke, of course, being the Siegfried Line, which was not a washing line, but a, a line during the war. Uh, I don't know, a line where enemies couldn't cross. I'm, I'm not sure to be honest. Um, the Lambeth Walk, uh, which is from the m- musical Me and My Girl. And actually, that's not from the Second World War. That's from earlier, but it was very popular during the Second World War. Sing, 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 uh, which was uh, famously sung by the Andrews Sisters and played by my man, Glenn Miller, with Benny Goodman. I think that was Benny Goodman on the clarinet. Um, the Thingamabob, which is another Gracie Fields song. You imagine it in a Lancashire accent, even funnier. We'll Meet Again, probably the most famous song of the Second World War, which was sung by Vera Lynn. And then Roll Out the Barrel, which is more famously called the Beer Barrel Polka. And actually, I believe that to be a German song. And I think we started singing Roll Out the Barrel during the Second World War because uh, almost everyone was against the Germans. So we took their music and we turned it against them, which is a human foible to take something that someone loves and then turn it against them. So there were nine lovely songs in there. I hope you enjoyed the story as well. And it was based on things that actually happened at war. I think it's quite extraordinary. If you have a look on my Facebook page and my Instagram, then uh, you will see the picture that inspired me. And it's, uh, it's really rather wonderful. And now keeping with the war theme, I think it is time for the Book of the Week. Now, I've been thinking about this this week, and I imagine that for teachers, do correct me if I'm wrong, of course, if you are a teacher, especially for um, younger Children, I'm thinking key stage one. What's that? That's infant school, isn't it? So maybe teachers of some of you who are listening, um, talking about war and teaching about the subject of war might be quite difficult because there's very little joy in war. There's lots to be worried about and, and to make us nervous. So I would have thought that you have to be quite careful about the books that you choose um, that talk about the war. And I came across this morning, doing my research for this podcast, what is what I do like to do, you see, um, I found a book that looks uh, absolutely stunning and a very gentle representation of uh, the actual history of war and the potential experiences of people at war. Now, I will be honest, what caught my attention uh, to this book was the font that the title was in, because it's a very traditional font from the uh, 1940s, uh, no, sorry, the 1914s, so the 1910s, the Edwardian period, I suppose. 
and the illustration on the front cover is absolutely stunning. Now, this book is called Where the Puppies Now Grow, and it's written by Hilary Robinson and has illustrations by Martin Impey, and it is published by Strauss House Productions. And it's a book, uh, it's written in rhyme, so it's very good for young readers, and it follows uh, Ben and his best friend Ryan, who uh, have an idyllic childhood in the countryside and then they when they are old enough join the army to serve their country and uh, well the book follows them to find out how they get on now obviously i've not read this book and it's not a surprise to find that on certain book selling websites it's not available now until december i imagine because at this time of year there's probably a rush on it but uh, if you go to the straussehouseproductions.com which is their website uh, and oh, it looks like it might be available on their website, actually. But you can also have a little glimpse inside. And Martin's illustrations are quite beautiful. They actually remind me of Beatrix Potter. Um, very, very lovely. And, um, well, of course, there are also some serious illustrations. The, the ones of them at war aren't so lovely, but they're incredibly artistic. And it's written in very gentle, flowing rhyme. Um, and, of course... You'll, you might find this out later at school uh, when you're a bit older. But poetry actually has a very important place in uh, war history because in the First World War especially, there were lots of famous poets that uh, came out of it. And when I say came out of it, I mean their work came out of it. Sadly, uh, a few of them didn't survive the war. But their work has allowed us to understand what the soldiers were experiencing in their heads like the emotional toll that the war took on them and it's given us a very good insight in what war is actually like people like um, Siegfried Sassoon Wilfred Owen uh, Rupert Brooke who are the three that I definitely studied when I was at school and they all three of them wrote rather incredible poems I wouldn't suggest reading them now if you're quite young because they can be quite upsetting actually um, oh, and I'm just looking. Uh, Wilfred Owen and Rupert Brooke did not survive the war, unfortunately. Um, but Siegfried Sassoon did. In fact, he also lived through World War II. Uh, and he didn't die until 1967. So, uh, and he's a very famous World War I poet. So, uh, I don't really have much more to say about this book, other than it looks absolutely beautiful. I think it's a very likely to be a very good introduction to talking about uh, the world wars and also a good introduction to allowing everyone to understand that uh, we're allowed to have feelings and we're allowed to have emotions and we are allowed to be scared of things. So that was Where the Poppies Now Grow and it's by Hilary Robinson and Martin Impey and it's published by Strauss House Nope, Strauss House Productions. That's better. Goodness me! I think this might have been quite a serious podcast, but it is on a serious topic. Of course, the war is 
serious. And I'm just going to add an addendum to my book of the week, which is to say uh, that the book is aimed at children aged 4 to 11. So, uh, yes, that is covering infants and junior school, primary school, basically. Um, thank you so much for joining me, you gorgeous people. I hope you've all enjoyed the podcast today. Uh, please don't forget to share it with your friends. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you're leaving reviews on whatever podcast app you are using. Reviews are always very helpful and I, I do appreciate seeing all of your nice comments especially when they come with five stars. Yes, I do. Um, now we've got lots going on. Lots going on in the next few weeks leading up until Christmas. Um, basically every Sunday and Wednesday I am doing Facebook Lives whilst the lockdown is occurring here in the UK. I've had two marvellous Facebook Lives so far and this coming Sunday which is uh, the 15th of November, this coming Sunday the 15th of November uh, I will be reading 10 Fat Sausages courtesy of Anderson Press. It's by Michelle Robinson and Tor Friedman and very excitingly I am going to be joined by Michelle Robinson herself. Now if you listen to the podcast, I, you will know that I have spoken to Michelle and we absolutely adore each other. But now this is going to be your chance to ask Michelle questions. So if you are listening to this before Sunday, November the 15th at 6pm Greenwich Mean Time, then make sure you tune in to my Facebook Live, which will be on my Facebook page, and you can ask Michelle a question. So get thinking about your question. And then uh, every Wednesday, the Facebook Lives are at 1pm. Now, it's very nearly Christmas, which is my favourite time of the year. Because it means it's panto. And this year, you can see me in Rapunzel at the Woodville in Gravesend from December the 11th to January the 3rd. All you need to do to get tickets to see that is head to woodville.co.uk and also at the Stanley Halls, which is in South London, in South Norwood, from December the 19th to December the 24th. Uh, my story, Eunice the Horse, is being turned into a musical called Eunice, and you can get tickets at stanleyhalls.org.uk slash box office. And uh, well, there, there are other things on the horizon, but frankly, I, I'm just very busy. Feeling a bit overwhelmed, quite frankly. I'm supposed to be in a lockdown, but here I am, working harder than ever. Oh, no, I tell you, one of the things you can do is you can listen to me every Sunday at 1pm on Glitterbeam Radio. You really don't want to miss that. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you all next week. Arrivederci! Story with me, love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with Mama.